The Appalachian Mountains are known worldwide, and millions of people live in or within sight of them. Millions more visit and take in their beauty each year. They are old, so worn that their peaks were once their valleys. We know so much about the geography and history of Appalachia, but mystery hangs in its midst. As native Carolinian and award-winning writer Ron Rash once said of the region, no one seems to know where it is. To find it, to unlock that metaphor, requires a direct connection with not only the mountains themselves, but also the hearts and minds of those who call them home. Shay Martin Lovett is an artist who calls Boone, North Carolina home, and his new album Scatter and Gather is the result of countless hours of meditation and contemplation hiking on the many nearby trails and sitting by the creek that runs past his cabin. It is an album that in part answers the question of where Appalachia is. As he said in our interview, Shay feels most present when playing music, and his hope is for that feeling to transfer into his songs, songs which speak to the beauty and miracle of life without ignoring the pain that comes with it. Welcome to Southern Songs and Stories. I'm your host, Joe Kendrick, and this is our episode on Shay Martin Lovett. Southern Songs and Stories is part of the podcast lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media. Osiris creates music podcasts and events to help music fans deepen their connection to the music they love with all of their shows at OsirisPod.com. Osiris works in partnership with Jam Bass, which connects music fans to the music they love and empowers them to go see live music. Capsule versions of Southern Songs and Stories are produced for broadcast on WNCW by me, Corey Askew. More information about this and other podcasts from Grassroots Radio, WNCW at WNCW.org. A quick note before we get into my conversation with Shay, and that's to say that if you have not yet followed, liked, shared, or left us a top rating and a review, depending on what podcast platform you use, please do. That is one of the easiest things to do to help make this series more likely to be discovered and heard. And telling a friend or a contact in person or on social media is always appreciated as well. And now to my conversation with Shay Martin Lovett, which followed his live session on WNCW in May 2021. Tell us about the metaphors that are running through these songs in the lyrics, the natural world is really prominent, and 
it seems interchangeable at times with women in songs like Nandina and For Rose Marie. Tell us about that. Sure. I'll start with uh, Nandina first. Um, yeah, so that's a basically that's a story song, uh, and it's it's really a, it's, at its core, it's a song uh, about 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 it's a love song. It's about a about a a couple that kind of can't live with each other, can't live without each other, and, and go through trials and tribulations together, and um, sort of are on the upside of things um, for this particular song, the chapter of their their story of their relationship. Um, but yeah, I've always been been a sucker for metaphor. Um, I love short stories, and uh, I love I love the way a metaphor can carry and deliver um, on on a feeling. Sort of, uh, I think for me, the goal as a songwriter is to sort of capture and translate a feeling into words, and um, a lot of, and that's that's a tall order a lot of the times. But um, but yeah, sometimes a metaphor is a great way to do that. And I'm as I'm I'm talking, I'm trying to think about some of those uh, the lyrics on that. Uh, on Nandina, um, yeah, I think uh, sort of treating a relationship. It's, it, there's the line in, in that in that song. Uh, I'm called. We, it says we gambled on on each other, uh, found new ways to reunite, and that's what that's that's a good would be a good a good reference there. Is when when thinking about uh, about a metaphor and how really all relationships in life, when when to truly trust someone, um, you know, can be a gamble, and it can be one of those things that. Uh, Really, to, to to really have a true and, and a really true and deep connection with someone, um, you kind of you have to be vulnerable, and so that that was a, that was a quick reference there as to as to a metaphor in that song that I felt helped to carry the the lyric or carry the the weight of the feeling a little bit more. So, tell us a little bit about other things that went into the record into these songs, being there fairly isolated. Am I right? Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, just kind of hold up and uh, at home in Boone. Um, basically, there's a creek that runs near the house there, so that's always nice. It feels sort of like a meditative place to write, which is optimal. I just need my my mug of black tea in the morning, and it can get can get right to it. But uh, but yeah, um, sort of just exploring, um, you know, reading reading a lot, reading uh, short stories, and uh, and then also getting outside and exploring the natural world. Um, I feel like a lot of those um, things trickled into this album um, in different ways. Um, Four Rose Marie was a song that I had written for, that is, was the oldest song on the record, uh, one that I'd had about a couple years before I went in to record, um, and it was one that continued to develop. Um, I'm a big editor, and so I had all these different things that I wanted this person to do, and I wanted, and who I wanted this character to be, and that sort of thing, um, and I just kept chipping away, and by the by the end of that song, I felt like I really knew the person, um, and it, it's kind of at the end of it, I think it's really just a combination of people that I've met and had spent time with in life. Um, but but yeah, that was sort of leans into the short story mold more so than a lot of the other songs. Um, and I had a lot of fun, you know, making decisions with with that character once I felt like I got to know the character. Rosemarie says her knees fear the winter. It's a wicked world in a battle. She's about to hit that throttle, I can see. At a bar across the bay, her sister was a singer, fair-haired and faithful, with eyes that took the sailors out to sea. different place 
take her back to you. Marie by Shea Martin Lovett from his album Scatter and Gather. Rose Marie is a character, as Shea said somewhere else, who is a wild spirit with a knack for storytelling and making close friends out of strangers. She disappears at the end of the song, leaving her bayside town to wonder if she found a reason to believe in life and the hereafter. Even though her setting is by the sea rather than on a mountain, Rose Marie could be a stand-in for Appalachia itself. Her quest to find her own meaning seems to parallel Shay's songs with their pursuit, at the very least an implied one, if not an explicit search for the answer to the question suggested by Ron Rash. Where is Appalachia? Well, to be a good writer, you need to be an avid reader and to be well-read. So what are some of your favorite authors? Sure. I would say Ron Rash is, uh, is definitely uh, near the top of the list when it comes to short story writers. Um, one thing about him that I love is that he's uh, really honed in on, on Appalachia, and that's kind of his way. But, I mean, it, the guy could write anything if he wanted to, but I feel like he knows Appalachia so well. It's so ingrained in him as a person that he really delivers that really well. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's always he's a great inspiration. His, his uh, chemistry um, collection of short stories, it's called, it's called Chemistry, is one that was a big inspiration to me. My mom actually gave me a signed copy of it uh, years ago, and, I, and ever since I've been hooked. Um, other than Ron, um, I would say a lot of the sort of classic um, um, short story writers, uh, you know, some of the greats like Flannery O'Connor, John Cheever, and, and people like that, uh, and, and J.D. Salinger, some of his short stories, uh, Kurt Vonnegut, all, the, all those folks. I, I try to get right to the um, cream of the crop. I'm not so much on really modern uh, writing as much other than than Ron for some reason I think it's due to the Appalachian connections but other than that I really love to hone in on the, some of those really kind of world-renowned amazing short story writers because you know I try to try to set that the bar high with my writing as well and and editing and that sort of thing so just I think the more more time I can spend with those the better for sure and Ron Rash teaches right around the corner at Western Carolina. So you might even be able to bump up against him. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. He actually taught Aaron balance too. I lap steel and and dobro player in my band. Um, He taught him when he was uh, going to school um, for his master's in literature, I think. So there's some connections there. Maybe I can, maybe it'd be so cool to meet him one day.
catch the Blue Ridge The summits are quilted in ice Tomorrow you don't have to work much It's been a long night There's a highball glass on your table By the litter you've kept for a while When you need a smile To save the blues and darker hues for Monday We'll find us a good time some way Oh, and heaven knows your trouble's over now The blue ridge, the summits are quilted and ice. That's Parkway Bound by Shea Martin Lovett and his band, performed live and engineered by Sean Rubin in Studio B on WNCW on May 5, 2021. Shea was warming up for a series of shows opening for Mipso, whom we profiled on Southern Songs and Stories in 2019. Joseph Terrell is a principal songwriter, vocalist, and the guitarist in Mipso, and he produced Shay's album Scatter and Gather. I asked Shay about working with Joseph and noted that while his melodies were mostly straightforward, there are a lot of sonic layers in these songs and a rich array of instruments. Joseph um, really kind of wanted to, to pull in a, a cast of just stellar North Carolina talent for this, and so I was, it was an easy, easy thing, really. It was a very natural thing in the studio to, to kind of get the 
get it, get kind of get in the the realm of the sound that we wanted. Um, it really capture a great. A good, you know, a, I'm saying calling myself great here, but calling getting a, a good vocal take and 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 a guitar take, and then sort of thinking about where we wanted to uh, these songs to to end up. And um, man, I just can't say enough about the the crew that played on the album. Um, I'll start with the vocalist Chessa Rich. I thought her her uh, ch- harmony vocals just added such a beautiful texture. Um, Joseph sang harmony on songs like Parkway Bound and uh, Fierce and Delicate Things, and just just love him. He's a big inspiration as a songwriter uh, uh, in general. Man, he's one of my North Carolina songwriter heroes. So to have him sing and, and produce the album was awesome. And then and then bringing in uh, you know some of the other folks from Ipso Wood on upright bass. Um, Libby played fiddle, and Andrew Marlin, another songwriter hero of mine, uh, that played on Parkway Bound and. And on the the instrumental uh, sourwood, uh, let's see, the sourwood honey rag, which I'm a, I'm actually a beekeeper, um, and so that was I was just was so it's one of those like little songwriter things. I was so happy to write do a, pull an instrumental together with some great musicians and uh, in reference and just an ode to the sourwood honey that I get from the hives. You know, they're down in Wilkesboro, so shout out to my bees. Tell us about how the songwriting process works for you. Do you start with lyrics? Do you start with melody? How do you do it? Yeah. So I feel like uh, it's it's sort of a mixed bag for me. Um, when I first started writing songs, I felt like I was doing it more words first. Um, but now I feel like I've gotten into this sort of a organically, not not by like consciously choosing this way to write a song, but I've gotten into to coming up with um, 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 the music on the guitar first, just sort of a basic progression or a melodic, whether I'm finger picking or strumming. Um, and then I sort of start to think about, and, and it's like almost like songwriters speak. I'll start to, the music will make me feel a certain way, and I'll either hum or I'll throw some words in there that might not make any sense at the time, just to try to lock in and try to hone in on a melody. And I feel like with the combination of um, with the music and how the guitar makes me feel, and the melody that I'm able to pull out vocally um, when writing, those two things sort of sort of show me. Uh, Really, if, if really which direction to take next, and 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 then that sort of gets into a topical realm of, okay, well this song this is a, this is a darker song. I think this 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 is gonna you know maybe a minor minor uh, key, uh, something like Upstate off the, off the album, um, where it sort of feels dark, and and so it, then you kind of get into that realm of you know when you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's about somebody helping someone get out of some really really stressful a troublesome situation um, and they're basically on the run and uh, and I felt like that with those darker you know chords and the um, and the melody there it would just sort of naturally went there um, for me one day it was just sort of you know there was a little bit of a of a you know middle middle ways through the writing of the song okay okay I'm like okay this narrative is sort of drifting around it could go different ways but when I found when I kind of finally decided okay they're on the run now they're they're getting out of Dodge. They're 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 running from something. Then it sort of it all made sense. But yeah, that's sort of the in a nutshell the the way I have I've been writing songs as of late. But I've also yeah well sometimes it'll just be something that I'll type down in a cell phone. You know uh, these uh the notepad on the cell phone. I've got thousands of little little uh, phrases and things. So sometimes it's sitting just simply sitting down and opening that up. So <laughs> it's a mixed bag. It's funny how you mentioned the lyrics may start out with words that don't really apply, but you might be surprised how many songs that you know by heart that have those sort of leftover words that 
they never replaced. They just started out as sounding right, <laughs> and then they they wound up staying yeah. in the song. Yeah, there's something to that. Sometimes it's better just uh, you can definitely over edit. I, I try to I try to hold back sometimes and not 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 edit my songs to death. Although I do, I love I love you know it's one of those things for me. I'm really t- kind of editing up up until like they're recorded, which is sometimes I'm thinking just leave it alone. But uh, but yeah, there's some songs that I've had like that. Like Parkway Bound on the on the album was one that sort of just fell out for the most part, and I was like, I'm just gonna leave it. I'm not. I don't want to touch it. Not, yeah, I think there's something to that. Sort of just going with your gut, your first instinct, you know, while it's fresh, and, and then just kind of just capturing that moment. Yeah, there's a big difference between reading something on paper and having it flow, oh, yeah. and hearing something in a song, and having that the uh, a more appropriate word replace the the original word wouldn't sound nearly as good in the song so you've always got to serve the song so sure. there you are yeah and me- melody and rhyme will go a long way you know that's one thing you can have a you know they can it can deliver such a, a, a big impact so that's always fun to kind of you know as a songwriter using those you know those those few tools you know the melody the rhyme the syncopation the timing uh time signature i mean and that sort of thing to to kind of get that feeling so yeah it's been it's just so much fun to to play with those things and especially in a in a studio setting, you know, just after I stood when they're just written with the bare bones, you know, there's something, and then you can take it and make them take them elsewhere, really, in the studio too. And that, that's a that's been a great pro, fun process for me. It does seem like a really optimistic album that you've got here. What are you hoping that will stick with listeners most? Yeah, I, I mean, that's one thing. Uh, I would I would I would hope that they it, it brings some positivity in, into their lives. Uh, and 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 um, helps them to kind of recognize um, this beauty in everyday the beauty in everyday life, uh, you know, just really the like um, that from the day to day we can kind of get locked into these cycles of of you know not just acknowledging you know not being present and that sort of thing. And so I would I would hope that you know when when writing these songs for me that it's also a time that I feel most present playing and performing music. It's also you know writing and performing music, and it's one of the reasons why. I've, um, I'll, I'll never stop playing, and but I feel like, you know, hopefully that translates into the songs, and the people also kind of helps them recognize the beauty in life and the, uh, just that just the miracle that life is, and 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 you know the, to kind of cherish the, cherish cherish everything that we, you know the experience of, of life and and the little the stories and nuances of, you know the pain the beauty you know, really every everything you know and kind of ball it all up and and you know really embrace it. saw yourself today for the very first time every color on your mind you couldn't find a fear couldn't feel your feet rain came for the flames in the eyes of your evergreen You said if hatred builds it all, surely love will break it down. If you fill your neighbor's cup, help them rise from the ground. This life's a game of chance, a hopeful draw. When you found me here you changed it all 
As our interview and this song Never Felt So New attest, Shay Martin Lovett remains positive and embraces life despite the pain that comes with it. One realizes his outlook could be far different after learning that tragedy came when he lost his brother and musical partner Chad in 2016 after a long battle with brain cancer. It could have been a trauma that caused him to withdraw but it is a testament to his courage and resilience that Shay kept being the most present he could be by continuing to bring favor to an often unforgiving world. Chad's life inspired, among other things, a memorial trail run in his hometown of Wilkesboro, North Carolina, which last year raised over $11,000 for the American Cancer Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I also hope you might tell someone about it either in person or on social media. You can follow the series on podcast platforms everywhere. Southern Songs and Stories is a part of the podcast lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media, with all the Osiris shows available at osirispod.com. You can also hear new episodes of this podcast on Bluegrass Planet Radio at bluegrassplanetradio.com. Thanks to Corey Askew for producing the radio adaptations of this series on Public Radio WNCW, where we worked with Joshua Ming, who wrote and performed our theme songs. I'm your host and producer, Joe Kendrick, and this is Southern Songs and Stories. 
the music of the South and the artists who make it.